Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 21st. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm uh, doing okay. I'm a mid, mid Bears game. I, I am quite upset about our <laughs> offense. It's just pathetic. I, I hate our quarterback. I don't hate him. <laughs> he just is, he's just on an NFL quarterback. It's becoming more him. and more apparent. And, but, but the Illini. Biggest, the second biggest upset in Big Ten history this weekend. Wait, by what metric? By uh, points spread or something? Yeah, yeah, 32 points okay. spread. It's, it's like the biggest, I, I think like Northwestern in 1988 or something had a bigger upset. <laughs> but, How about Northwestern getting beat 52-3? to three? I don't think they've led in any Big Ten game this, this year. It's a dark days for uh, Fitzy and the boys. Fitzy, Fitzy, uh, great getting, win. Fitzy's getting... Uh, exposed he's not 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 the darling coach everybody believed <clears throat> yeah um so just full disclosure we are recording this early on sunday very we early. it's hopeless to try and do the skins game so this will have no skins games uh recap discussion it will be over by the time you listen to this we'll get to that on wednesday Andy's in the middle of a crisis with the bears game i just i've been traveling got to orlando going on a golf channel i turned on the uh tomorrow morning i turned on the tv as soon as i got in the hotel room it was just soldier field booing as trubisky like airmailed one out of bounds just loud boos i was like oh this had no idea what was going on but yeah, and then guy i can't got read a defense <laughs> is he can't throw a ball he can't like, he has no accuracy and he like cannot move from one receiver to another. It, it's just pathetic. Like you just watch the receivers come off the sidelines, and they're like, "Why didn't you?" Like he, oh, there's a wide open receiver. There's a wide open receiver there, but he he doesn't even see him. So I got then I get caught up to speed, and I realized their only touchdown was a return. It wasn't even offense. They have like oh, eighty two yeah. yards of offense. Huh? Yeah, it's pathetic. It's it's just terrible. It's hard. Kind of nice. Like you last week. It's kind of nice having no Browns to suck me in. And, I'm just you know, so sick my... of being, having this team. We have this team all the time. We have a good defense, <laughs> you know, good special teams and nothing. Just the offense is so bad. <laughs> it's like my life as a Bears fan, but let's move on. I don't want to talk about it all anymore. Right. All right. Yeah. So this is going to be a quick one. We're not, we're going to do results real quick from the weekend. I'm losing my voice. Been out in the cold too much this weekend. So we'll just run through results, quick news. Then we'll do a little more in depth on either the success or failure or just non-story that was the Skins game later this week, Tuesday night, Wednesday episode. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. And the hotel Wi-Fi per usual. Fucking with us. All right. 
Uh, Justin Thomas wins the CJ Cup, gets uh, to 20 under, holds off Danny Lee, who had a chance, like an eagle putt. But Justin Thomas, middle of the night, Saturday night, uh, probably very few of you watched it in America. Uh, any reaction to JT getting it done? I think this is going to be a big year for JT. We you said know, this had... last year, though. Well, he had the wrist we? injury last year. I know, I know. I just, uh, he's so good. I know. I mean, like, he's just really great at every skill. And there aren't a lot of guys that are really, really great at every skill, you know? He's really good at winning, too. Just wins so much. Wins so much money. Wins big events, or at least ostensibly big events. Is Limited. this a big event? Is is, is it 78 I, yeah. player? Is it six, 60 players, essentially? I spoke to I know. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. It's a, it's a big event piercing. from it's a big event from money standpoint. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. It's not. It's this is second CJ Cup in three years. Um, I I think the general consensus, like the reaction, what happened? Saints moving. One uh, So the consensus is like, yeah, this is going to be a big year for JT. But we never know. I mean, yes, that that would make sense. It seems like he should have more than one major even by now. It seems like. He should be on a speed level. Um, so this is a big win, early salvo. He always seems to do well in the fall. Like he picks, you know, he won the Sim Classic a couple times. He's great in you Asia. Know, he does well. Yeah. He yeah, won he the, really is. He won, uh, what was the, the, he's won the event, next week's event twice, right? Or th- no, two weeks, the CIMB twice. Yeah, yeah, he won it twice. I just yeah. said that. Yeah. But you're watching the Bears game. So he's I mean, won that twice. Won a CJ Cup twice. Wins in Hawaii. But he always does well at like kind of that early season, early year. So <clears throat> big year ahead, uh, presumably. Uh, yeah. Spieth, Spieth got a T8, but it was kind of more the same. Amazing putting. He led the field, I think, in putting. Uh, and was not ideal off the tee or with his irons from what I saw. I just only saw a quick clip and some rudimentary stats but he was near the bottom in driving accuracy i know that yeah it's uh i don't know it it, it's hard to sustain being like at the top of the leaderboard when you can't hit a driver you know just i think that's why he's fade keeps fading on the weekend right right yeah so the duct tape the duct tape just can't i have a couple yeah I, i mean you're putting your ass off and you're kind of not near sniffing the top of the leaderboard, you know, again. So we'll see. I, I saw Jeff Shackelford saying on TV this morning that he looks healthier and he's like put weight back on and I don't know, but TBD, it's kind of more of the swing. We'll figure that out. All right. Uh, elsewhere in Asia, Danielle Kane defends her Buick LPGA Shanghai beats uh, Jessica quarter by a shot. Um, any reaction to that? I mean, it's Americans, the American ladies up at the top of the leaderboard. I know. Good to see. You called them out at the beginning of the year. That was last year, I think. Although Randall Mel called out the uh, Solheim Cup rosters as being like. I know, I remember that. Historically not doing like almost historically, you know, one of the worst ever in terms of winning you know, during the regular season outside the Solheim Cup, people flipped out. But, I mean, it was a fair, like, just criticism, you know? Yeah. So, it's uh, Good to see Danielle Kane get a win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like she's, like, the – she's, like, the 
there there won't be like a next like Michelle Wee when it comes to like a marketing superpower, but I feel like she's like could be the closest next thing, maybe an Ellie Corda type. I don't know. I'll tell you what's but gonna be what's, a lot of personality. You know what's gonna be future catnip? What's that? The McNeely Kang relationship. Yeah, it already it is. already it already is. <laughs> I, I I I was looking at the quick quick notes for this. It's like headline is like Kane wins with the support of Mav. I was just like, oh god, does that need to be in the headline? I, I, and no. then it's like Maverick McNeely's best best round on the PGA tour, thanks to advice from <laughs> Kang last week. It's just it's just gonna be back and forth all year. Oh yeah, that's cat for people who need stuff to talk about or write about. As we just did. We just got sucked in. We were incepted. Um all right, and France. <coughs> excuse me. Nicholas Colsertz wins for the first time in seven years on the European tour, beats Joachim Hansen and George Katsia by uh, two shots. The Belgian bomber. <laughs> been a while for the Belgian bomber. He's been, you know, he had a lot of great nicknames. What's that? Like what else? Muscles from Brussels. Who gave him these? You in your head or? No, these are, I looked at, I looked him up a little. I was curious what's been going on with Cole Sartre. He's been like a star in all these European tour, you know, viral social media videos but hasn't been getting it really done on the the golf course do you know what his his best nickname was no the dude what what's the origin story of that like the big lebowski everybody just is everybody loves him said he's the best guy yes yes that has been a long he's like He's Mr. Eurotour. He's been a devotee. He's like never going to switch. I mean, granted, well, he hasn't played for a while, but like even at the peak of his powers, when he's getting it done at Medina, he's like, I'm, I'm a Eurotour devotee. I got some stuff on that. All right. I did a little digging on, on the dude. I, I became enthralled with the dude when I found, right. you know. Um, so Poulter, right. you know, you, all, everybody loves him. Poulter, the guy is great fun. Paul Casey. He's just a fun guy. Lee Westwood. He's a nice lad. He's good fun. So uh, I guess Colstart's most famous moment was Ryder Cup when he made right. eight birdies and an eagle on Stricker and Woods in the four ball match at Medina. Yep. yep. And uh, his quote after the round, he, you know, they asked how he did it in his very first Ryder Cup match in, in Colstart. So his first match ever. He goes, you just have to go with what's in your pants. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is a famous quote. That's a good one. Good recall. So uh, 2012 <laughs> Ryder Cup, obviously, Medina. It was a tough one for the U.S. Big comeback and a big party for the Europeans after. So sure. Westwood, um, you know, in regards to Cole Sarts and the party after Westwood size, I thought I thought I could drink, but he went to bed after me that night. He was definitely the last man standing. <laughs> <laughs> so Cole Sarts, uh, you basically have a drink in your hand from the moment you get off eighteen until you pass out. I mean, we're talking European style, so we're talking from seven a.m. at night till four in the morning, nonstop, like not one drop on the ground. I was the last player in the room. Everyone else went to bed. 
So was he by himself or were there caddies, officials? I assume he wasn't by himself, but he's always given off that vibe that he seemed like a great hang. So, he, I mean, he, notorious partier. Yeah. Notor- he's like a he, he's super into electronic music. So he's like always he goes to clubs. Uh, you know, he used to go to clubs all the time. Goes to Ibiza for the weekend if he misses a cut. Yeah. 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 And like, I mean. Apparently, like, you know, like a certain Australians, you can ask, like, hey, what's the best coffee shop in the city? If you want to know the best club, you ask Cole Sartes. Oh, all right. There you go. <laughs> um, so it, it, from an article this weekend, I think it was I think it was this weekend. I, I apologize not for writing this down. But somebody asked him about partying and he goes, oh, yeah, you never lose it. I probably get down to business <laughs> about five or six times a year. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to because of the life we live. We're always on the road, and physically, you can't allow yourself to let go, uh, to let it go most times. Like in rain, in terms of like him raining it in. Oh yeah, you never lose it. Like most guys would be talking about their game, or I don't know something, their touch. He's talking about his party habits. <laughs> so uh, he's he's got a kid now, um, which has obviously led to some of them settling down. But uh, and, and he's been just essentially a wallflower for the last seven years. And he said, you know, he, he's just I've been he's been chucking in bad nine holes that like kind of ruins yeah. every every tournament for him. And he said, I've seen better days and I've been happier. So I want to play well and get this over with and see you all on tour next year. And this was at the beginning of this week. It was from a Guardian article. Um, but uh Anyway, so he came to the U.S. He spent two years here on tour. He was Did playing he? on, yeah, he was playing okay. every week in, week out. Um, and he just left. He just left the tour. He just was like, "I'm done. I'm going back to Europe." So I don't and, like that. So there's an article. Oh God, why didn't I write this down? I feel bad. Oh. Bears. No. No. Um, no bears. Okay, it's on. Uh, it's on the Scotsman. So it's titled. Yeah. Playing in America made me depressed. Okay. It's pretty crazy. So um, he's had some of those. He's had some of those quotes where he's like, yeah, Peters will never play over there full time. Like he was, didn't he have some explosive quote about that? He's like, Peters will never play over there. Maybe Detry is like the Americans are jackasses or something. He's not yeah. a big DJ. Yeah. So Go ahead. in my two, in the two years I spent in the U.S., I had some sort of depression going on for many reasons. Um, I ended up being out there all the time. My golf game wasn't what I expected it to be. So everything, uh, together made it hard for me to handle things I was going through, uh, at the time. That's why when I got to April of my second season out there, I called it off. I said, I can't do this anymore. When I was in Europe and I watched golf on the TV from the U S I'd start to, uh, get the shakes. When I realized it was affecting me physically, I decided probably it was not a good idea to go back. It wasn't homesickness. Uh, I've always been happy enough traveling uh, the world with my golf clubs and my suitcase. It was just being in America all the time. When you play the, uh, on the tour in Europe, you change countries every week. You change food all the time. But in the U.S., it's all the same. Okay, Arizona is not the same as Florida or in the northeast of the U.S., but it's the same yellow line on the roads. It is the same restaurants everywhere and the same chicken Caesar salad. For me, it got a bit boring in the end. 
Uh, the day I decided to pack it in, I was in Houston, just outside the clubhouse, talking to Jeff Ogilvy's caddy. It was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Otherwise, I'm going to go mad. I just wow. couldn't do it. It was like everything. Uh, the guy at the entrance to the locker room to say, hi, you doing, sir? Uh, I just just felt, leave me alone. So wow. uh, this is the crazy stuff. So in a way... The dog barking at the Bears game? Yeah. This... Violet! This is full uncut here. We are hustling this one out on Sunday afternoon. Sorry, my headphones fell out too. Okay, you're good. You're fine. What's the crazy stuff? I, lo- <clears throat> I love the chicken Caesar salad quote, though. Yeah, Doesn't... so this is more like that. So in a way, the thing about America is that you do feel that you're playing for Real Madrid. They look after you unbelievably, but for somebody who's always done his uh, own thing, was always happy to have sort of freedom, all of a sudden uh, you have all this pampering and everything. It was kind of getting on my nerves, always being checked, always somebody there. It's just like the crowds over there. I had a hard time understanding why these people always are uh, on top of you, wanting to get within you. I've always been happy sharing and things and giving away things, but give me some space. I kind of lost a little bit of freedom and the easiness that I've had with people. They are socially different than we are. There's more laughter in Europe. Here you can make fun of somebody and they will laugh, whereas in America they'll take it as a, as an offense. I've always had a few uh I've had to raise a few eyebrows just making a joke and they've they've taken it in the wrong way. So wow. that's he, great stuff. Yeah, he talked about how like players talk to each other and are friends on the European tour and they aren't clicky and it's like on yeah. the PGA tour players talk to equipment reps, not other players. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Probably it I probably mean, that's shows like... a lot of the Ryder Cup stuff. Right. I mean that's that's a thing here even here from Kepka, right? He's like I love I mean, I enjoyed it more on the European tour, like the camaraderie of it. Even it's a kind of, I don't know, it's a, more of a loner guy, it seems like, Kepka, not trying to be buddy-buddy with anybody, but it seemed like he enjoyed the Euro tour. That's some good stuff. I love that. Yeah, It's not for everybody. I mean, it's just interesting. Like, ah, So what do you make of a guy like like a Matt Wolf and that who just come in there's just a, there's like a process now. This is how you come off the line and that's, you just throw yourself into that life. Well, I, I mean, think the, the other thing is like, think about like the teams, like everybody's got their people, you know? And right, it's like, right. it's like, Oh, we've got, you know, I've got my, my physio, my, it's like Bryson's entourage. Like how can you talk to anybody else when you're, you got, you know, 30 people rolling around with you at every tournament. Right. And that's who you go to dinner with. And that's who you, you know, yeah. It's kind it's of an like an echo chamber. I like hearing. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. They don't want to hear that upon a Vidra, I imagine. No. So I, I can't. It, All I, right. But I think I, I don't know. I always, it, it, I think that's part of why we, everybody loves those. Um, the videos the European tour does. And part of right. the reason is, is because like those guys are more cultured because they're going all over the place all the time. Yeah. You know? know that. Yep. Yep. And 
They're go- going out and exploring a new city on their own. They're not staying at the, you know, the Four Seasons and going to the whatever the the Cheesecake Factory or whatever it is. You know. Yeah, so. it's it was interesting. I I talk, I I remember the first time I interviewed Ogilvy, he was talking about how like early in your American career you you stay at the hotel right by the course and stuff and how later in his career he just started staying in the city you know like yeah. 40 minutes from the course and like cuz there was just so much more to do and it wasn't just all about the golf you know right and right. i think that's interesting and, and now that the tour is getting younger i imagine it's you know more you it, most of the golf courses are in the suburbs which is going to be chain restaurants it, it, you know yeah. it, the it's very much the same week in, week out. Right. Right. I don't know. So it's a good, Those are some great quotes. Good digging. Love yeah. it. The dude. Uh, so Kelsar, back back on the French, uh, back on the winter circle, the French Open. Um, and then one more outstanding result is the Champions Tour, which got completely rained out in Richmond. It was raining, pissing down all day in the Mid-Atlantic, as you could tell from the Redskins 49ers game. So Tommy Tolles. And Scott Perrell shared the lead there after 36 holes. They have one more round. They're going to, I want to say Wednesday at like, or I'm sorry, Monday, 8, 8 o'clock, it might resume. So not Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> I'm all screwed up. So Tommy Tolles, that would be quite a story. I can't wait Monty's for that, play, the- that, that, uh, that final round on Monday. Do you think they're televising it? Yeah, it is. It'll be on Golf Channel, I think, I heard. Just because I was just told I have to be there like forever tomorrow we're doing a pregame show champions tour pregame show oh my god what are you gonna talk about <laughs> i don't know i was just i'm literally checking my email as we're talking now it looks like we're on from 11 to 11 30 i'm gonna talk about mati and his mountain dew how many mountain dews has he had i have nothing to bring to a champions tour discussion i'm gonna i'm gonna tune in just Should for that talk about anchoring yeah i mean i gotta talk get... about the anchor man anchor man one and two <laughs> that might not go over well but yeah it looks like the, that'll be on in the afternoon from richmond man uh <clears throat> all right those are your results um news excuse me matt at every suspended 12 weeks tested positive for quote a drug of abuse turns out it was uh cannabis which he has a prescription for from his doctor it's actually i think it's his pediatrician same doctor he's seen for 30 years I think that's an old story. Like, I remember they would talk about that when he won Bay Hill or something. He, like, sees his pediatrician still. Like, that's who he likes giving his care. And in the quote or in his statement, he says, it's like the same doctor I've had for 30 years. So I assume that's who it is. I guess. Yeah, he's got a prescription for it. Suspended 12 weeks. We would not have known. We would have only known it was a drug of abuse if not for his own statement coming out and saying it was for cannabis. I love that he came out and said, you know, what it was for. You know? Right. Right. It's just, I mean, we don't need need to get into the whole public policy of stuff right now, but like, it's, it's just odd, like what's okay. And what's not, you know, just shoveling pills down your gullet, you know, which could have much more disastrous effects and different cocktails you can have of pills and drinks and stuff. And then I don't know, cannabis, I'm not, I'm not well-versed enough on this issue on, on the drugs exactly to talk, you know, in any great detail about it, but it's just odd what gets well, twelve what gets you twelve weeks and what doesn't. 
Yeah, and and it's like he has a <clears throat> prescription for it, and in over half the states, it's you know, you right? Be, I don't know. I, I we don't need to talk about about uh, you know the. Uh, it, but why did that go public? Did I? I didn't catch it. I'm not catching. Uh, I haven't caught up on it. But why did the tour announce that? I don't know. I thought they kind of kept them quiet most of the time. Right. So that's what's interesting. And they make him look bad, like a drug of abuse thing, because obviously he's got that background. And we one flashback Friday early on, I think Hawaii, early in the show, a flashback Friday was an interview with Kelly Tillman. Um, Because that was like his narrative around him was like, he's a bad boy because he got caught, you know, got popped. What was it like in Iowa or something? Hotel yeah. room. Yeah. Um. So like, so like, it's kind of doing them dirty when people have that context, and then you just release a statement. He's out twelve weeks for drug of abuse. So, it's um, probably, they're probably still mad that he uh, he brought the lawn chair out to the to the event last year. What was that? The uh, <laughs> the web the event. Web event on the west coast of Florida, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, Lakeland. Lecom Challenge or Lecom Classic, something like that. Um, other news: Brooks Kepka withdraws in Japan, knee injury, slips and falls apparently on the concrete, reaggravates a knee injury. He's out, leaves after thirty-six holes. I swear, you know, golfers <laughs> have the get the weirdest injuries, like Ted Potter with a with the ankle from the curb. Well, I hope this isn't that <laughs> severe. I mean, that thing just like sawed off his ankle it took him like two years to get back pins and all that shit dj with the uh dj with the um slipping down the stairs the infamous and lifting the jet ski remember lifting the jet ski one the euphemism for something else i guess i don't know yeah throughout his back lifting the jet ski right um no there's some good we should do a we should do a segment on that ah this golf injuries maybe next next Hopefully right. he's okay. Uh, I think he's fine. This is the time of year to whatever pack it in, right? I assume. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Tiger's back in Japan. He's, I don't know, doesn't look back in Japan. Spry. I don't know. There's just all this signs. He's walking in all these rooms, and crowds are going nuts, and all the signage says Tiger is back. So he's tweeting all about how happy he is to be back in Japan. So. Uh, definitely, probably a nice, nice little appearance fee. Oh yeah, so. big, Nike. big t- jumbo appearance fee. Um, <laughs> did you see this uh, Justin Suh thing? Oh, I saw you tweet. I saw yeah, a couple people tagged us in it. So explain this. Explain it. Um. So, so he uh, he's playing well on the Latin American tour. Let me check what the what's going on. But so he. He missed the first stage of Q school, um, and this is come uh, this uh, a case of the Monday Q. Um, yeah, yep. Uh, tweeted this Monday Q info, not a case of the golf one, and yep. uh, he uh, so he missed first stage. So, but if he wins, he have a chance to move into the top uh, top five, and he didn't win. So this is kind of moot, but the. It's it illuminates a bad rule. So wait, explain that though. What do you? He so missed the, first stage of. Yeah, web he didn't. He school. didn't qualify. Yes. So if he moves, so into now the, he's on the. Uh, yeah. So if ahead. he if he moves in to the top five, 
He'll earn his P- his web.com or his corn fairy card. Top five of the Latino America. Yeah, because of right. the money list. Now, six through ten gets gets a spot in final stage on the from the Latin America. But if he finished six through ten, he would not be eligible for a spot in final stage. Why? Because he already he missed. First? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. Like if he gets... So it's basically saying like, you know, we give this... Because you've played so well over the course of a season, you know, you get this spot um, into final stage. You don't have to go to first stage. But... But... You already tried. It's like we're going to put one week of the year on a pedestal over... Versus a money list type, huh? yeah, a season long money list. Yeah, well, and you've you've like there's a reason why they say six through ten can go because they've proved it over like that's a you get you've earned that on the merits, and yet somehow his gets wiped. It doesn't count for him. That's bonkers. And think about like the stuff that could happen. Like you could get food poisoning during <laughs> like during first stage. Right. Sure. Sure. You could, like, anything could happen. Right. Like, something and that could be the reason. You but you miss it. Like, you know, there's all these crazy things. It's just like one week out of the year. It's like, it'd be like, you know, if we, if they drafted players in the NBA based off of one performance, it, you, you ever see that movie, the replacements? Uh, yeah, but I don't. Yeah. yeah you yes. remember Ke- Keanu Reeves, the Shane Falco. It's kind of like this, you know, he had one bad game in the sugar bowl. Right. And he never right. played football again. Cause that game was so bad. It's, this is like the way that the Corn Ferry Tour is. <laughs> that makes no sense. It, I mean, there's like two sides of the coin, though. It's like, do you, should you get two shots at qualifying? But to me, I, I don't know. I that mean, is true. That's it's, true. It's just one of those weird rules. Right. And right. I, I think that you got you to gotta side with the, uh, the season-long list. Sure. I think that makes sense. That seems like a more substantial accomplishment, right? And I, I, I think of a guy, a guy should get two bites of the cookie if he does do that well, right? Two bites of the in, cookie. Over a season. Whatever. Two bites of the apple. I don't know what the, whatever dumb cliche I'm going for. So I, I like it. All right. That's our sign to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, it's time to wrap it up. The Saints are about to ice it. Yeah, they iced it here. I mean, it's just such a joke. Five to ten. <laughs> oh, no. They have no chance they, of coming. Like, think about like having... They, they've gained less than 100 yards. And, and we're by the, the Saints, by the way... The Saints, by the way, don't have Drew Brees. They don't have Alvin Kamara. They don't have their tight end. They don't have like another wide receiver. They don't have anybody. They're like they have nobody left on offense. And the Bears are losing at home. I'm sorry for you, Andy. I really this, am. Well, I don't know. I I don't know who's worse, Mitch or Chase Daniel. I I used to think Mitch was at least better than Chase Daniel, and I'm having serious doubts now. Yeah, it's not a good look. Not good. All right. I, Go what? What are you gonna say? No, I just I'm I'm just watching I'm sorry. this bullshit. <laughs> I feel your pain. All right. 
thank you for indulging this shorter episode. Uh, enjoy the Skins game if you are if you watched it. I guess you'll listen to this after you've watched it. Uh, we will talk about that on Wednesday, uh, as well as my Nats in the World Series. We'll have that going. We'll have your that Nats. to watch on Tuesday night. My big Nats. You're you know, you're my, an Indians fan. No. Got teams in the World Series twice now in the last whatever it was, three years, four years. I, I, you don't just get to become a fan. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Enjoy your uh, Mondays.